Welcome back to Nerd's Eye View. We are on episode 214 for, what is it, the third week? 17th yeah, of, this, of February? I mean, that's kind right? of how numbers work. I don't know how numbers... I look, I am an English major, not a doctor, all right? Dude, I don't even know if doctors know how numbers work. No, they don't. Yeah, like my, my doctor, he doesn't even write on pads anymore. They have a computer system. Hmm. So the majority of my doctor's visit is him turned away from me typing information onto a computer. Yep. Like it's very engaging. Yeah, yeah. Interpersonal. I love it. Definitely. Makes me feel super happy about being there. Good. <laughs> and I'm Jordan, by the way. <laughs> who are you? I'm Andrew. <gasps> what? Yep. And who's, who's this other gentleman? I'm, I'm Ty. Dr. Welcome. Ty. Welcome Dr. back, Ty. T. Dr. T. And the women. Nice. They're in the hallway. Yeah. <laughs> That's where you keep them. Dr. T and the bitches. Too nice. I feel, uh, like, <laughs> I feel like that was a version of the film at some point. <laughs> it, pro- well, it went through yeah. a lot of reworking. <laughs> and they're like, oh, we got Richard Gere. Oh, no, you got to make it. You got to class this up. Yeah. And I think they still made the other one, too, just in a different medium. <laughs> yeah. They're like, oh, I'm going to put this script over here for my other job. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But... <laughs> We're here for our normal gig. Yeah. We're reviewing The Kingsman Secret Service. Mm-hmm. Oh, wait. Did I mess that up? Was it Kingsman The Secret Service? Yes. The, I can never tell. There's no the before Kingsman, but there's okay. a the for The Secret Service. All right. I always mix it up. You know, we've seen this movie so many times now. I just <laughs> I get it wrong every time. Uh-huh. We've got our top 10, which uh, if you are paying attention to the internet in general, you probably know who's in the number one spot begrudgingly uh we've got our new releases then we do our review and then we have our very special game that we like to call i sing it later you say all right guess the ending <clears throat> so let's get to it let's start with the box office top 10 count me down i'm working on number 10 <laughs> project almanac who would get stuck in number nine the wedding ringer uh and that's another name for number eight. <laughs> the Intimidation Game. Imitation Play- Game. Holy shit. <laughs> Played by number seven. <laughs> Paddington. Uh, who is truly number six. Seventh Son. Who was going to number five. Weepier Ascending. <laughs> Until he was shot by number four. American Sniper. Uh, who was gunning for number three. SpongeBob the movie. Die Hard 2. The Spongebob movie. Sponge Sponge Harder? Yes. (laughs) Sponge Free or Get Wet. Uh, Who was not accepted (laughs) into number two. Kingsman, The Secret Service. But unfortunately, he was accepted into the secret world of Fifty Shades of Filth. Yep. Gross. Gross. So Gross. Record-breaking numbers, apparently. That's all I saw on the internet. Record-breaking, record-breaking, record-breaking everywhere. Really? Was this a... Is just... Is it one of those records where it's like, this is the best third week of February Mm -hmm. uh, when the temperature is (laughs) above a certain degree? Like, is that... Is it one of those record-breaking or is it actual record-breaking? We've talked about this before, I believe. Uh, (laughs) It is a a matter of fact that February... January, February, it's the silly season. This is when... The films come out that nobody people, cares about. Yeah, pe- they're, the, they're, they're shitty. Kind the of. ones like, that dive out of the way of the other movies at other times of the year. This is when they come out. I mean, it's it's one hundred percent arbitrary the way that films are released in correlation to award seasons and whatnot. Right. But, but it, it has been decided this is the dumping ground for films that they do not believe will make a lot of money. And now it's getting to the point where 
there's some counter-programming where they know that there's an audience for a film, so they're going to schedule it to come out on a weekend that normally doesn't do that well. Yep. And that's the case of Fifty Shades of Grey. Yeah, there, the, there's a, an exact correlation between this and the video game industry where during the prime times of the year, you have the big blockbusters and other games will get out of the way mm-hmm. and move towards softer part of the years mm-hmm. because there's large gulfs where nothing really interesting comes out. And now more games are coming out in that time because they know there's an audience. And yep. this is exactly what we're seeing in the movies. Yep. I believe last week, too, was also some kind of record breaking. Just, right. just because. like this Just is... because February is such a crappy month. Yeah. It came out last week. And, uh, well, and also wasn't... Uh, when, SpongeBob. Uh, but, yeah, it, yeah. but it was also the um, Super Bowl. That's another thing that where people don't go to movies because of the Super Bowl. Exactly, yeah. And and this is uh, this upcoming weekend is a similar thing where uh, there's the Oscars. So people generally, they go to less films because they're going to watch the Oscars. I don't know. Yeah. But they just don't release good films. Hmm. Interesting. Uh, February, uh, was it uh, Valentine's Day is usually where they have like the two that are going to be like the would-be juggernauts? Yeah. Was, Which, it, was it Die Hard last year and something else? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. boy. I mean, it won. You but reminded me. It wasn't good. <laughs> you reminded me. Yeah. Oh boy. But yeah. we got a big jump, about fifty-six million jump, for D- what? between last week and this week, as far as numbers. Oh. Like it was one thirty-five point three, and this week is one ninety-one point six. Because, I mean, though, if if you cut Fifty Shades of Grey out of there, you've got a fairly normal breakdown, starting at about thirty-five million, which is a good weekend draw. Mm-hmm. Um, what's what's actually very impressive is last week SpongeBob was uh what is it like 50 uh, 50 or 60 million and yeah. then this week it's still at 30 million so word of mouth must be passing along people are still going cuz that's that's really good second week numbers mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah do you think Kingsman will hold for next week I think I it will it it'll make yeah. another 30 or 20 I think Kingsman the trailers have looked uh, interesting enough to get people to go see it. Mm-hmm. And then everyone who saw it this weekend will probably be talking about it. But like you said, it's probably going to be a soft weekend because of the Oscars. Yeah. But it's very fun. And I, I think that's what that's what people want. Well, people want to go see a fun movie. Yeah, wow. you, you're going to want to hear our review. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Spoilers. Uh, it's fun. <laughs> spoilers for the podcast you're listening to right now. Yeah, for later. All right. So if you don't want to go out into theaters and see one of those films, you can stay right at home. And watch one of these new releases on DVD, Blu-ray, and DVD. There's some good and some bad in here. <clears throat> Starting with DVD and Blu-ray, we have Birdman. I still haven't seen this. Well, now you get that chance. I know. I want to. It's going to be good. You're going to enjoy it. Cool. Um, I'm excited. And what I think is interesting is, is that, from what I can tell, they're dropping the uh, the subtitle. There was a... Yeah, there was. There was a really long subtitle. I can never there? remember it. I'm sorry. It's yeah. like... Uh, Birdman or the fantastical ignorance of uh, I think dopes it's the or something. Unexpected virtue of ignorance. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> That's the one. Uh, but it looks like they're just hard, hard dropping that. They're doing the opposite mm. of live, die, repeat. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Where that one just picked up a. It was like, no, we need a second title. Yeah, it's, sure still- it's called Cruise Blunt now. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Cruise Blunt. Cruise Blunt. <laughs> Bluntly cruise. Look, uh, I'll watch it no matter what it's called. <laughs> yeah, because that's a good fun movie. Uh, so yeah, no, it's still on the DVD cover. Okay, it's well, just it's just, it's just the, been dropped from yeah the, the title because yeah. when it was in theaters, you know, they made a big on deal Fandango, it. it was that full title. Mm-hmm. But now it's uh, dropping it down. We've got another classic here: Dumb and Dumber Toe. Toe. Cool. Uh, I I actually saw this. I did not. It, it, it's not great. Okay, wow. and it makes me wonder, like, should I even like consider if the first one was that good? Because it's it is, is it? Yep. 
Okay. <laughs> I've rewatched it recently. Okay. Because I remember enjoying it a lot, but now this the second one has like two funny moments that I really laughed at. Oh, that's th- rough. That's right. the thing is like it's it's kind of the first one is kind of an expanded SNL skit if you think about it. Mm. They took like a really funny idea and they stretched it over a movie, and they everyone was along for it because it was new and ridiculous and mm. you'd never seen it before. And that's why I feel like the second one isn't as good, even though I haven't seen it. I can just imagine they're taking the same type of humor, the same type of jokes, and now you just. They, keep stretching that even more past the first movie mm-hmm. it's not gonna be as funny yeah the uh, i'll tell you a funny moment that i laughed at and okay. it was only because it didn't like it just almost made, made no sense and that's what made it so funny they're they're at like a rich person's house and the rich person's like doing exposition mm-hmm. like so that the story will progress and so we're watching that and then that cuts back to harry and lloyd and they've built a pillow fort out of the very expensive couches it's <laughs> <laughs> just like that's that's funny i don't know why that's so funny that falls in line with the the penguin movie the madagascar penguin movie because there's even a part it shows it in the trailer so i'm not spoiling anything but when they meet like other operatives like on the other spy animals and the main dude of that squad is giving exposition they're eating cheese the cheetos Cheetos and purposely munching every single time he tries to talk so good all right. Uh, I was crying in that movie because I was laughing so hard. <sighs> Next on DVD Blu-ray. Which this is weird because it's on Netflix for free. Yeah, but oh, you get special yeah. features if you buy it. It's oh, called The Interview. Features. Yeah. Like you get a special video of Kim, Kim Jong-un yelling at you. <laughs> <laughs> That's all it is. Yeah. You just hit special features. It gives you no more options and it's just Kim Jong-un right yeah. in your face. Angry. Uh, I thought it was funny. Did I haven't you seen like it yet. Oh, okay. You're saying it's free on Netflix. Like I just you... don't see the reason for buying something when it's free. Well, that's what I was very intrigued when House of Cards was new, and then they put it out on DVD, and I figured the only people who are buying that... Didn't have Netflix. Well, not even didn't have Netflix, but they might have had Netflix love the show, want the special features. Hmm. See, I could see wanting the special features of that, because that's, that's why a I still buy good things. show. Isn't that coming out soon? What? 27th. It got leaked. Yeah, and then they pulled it. Yeah, like that might have been a stunt, even. Like, there, yeah, like there was there was an accident. Uh, yeah, it was it was an accident, but it all got published. Yeah, mm. but they pulled it. Uh, yeah. So excited! How long was it up? Hmm? How long was it up? I don't know. Uh, Very short, like an hour. Long enough for them to have to make a statement, though. Yep. Long yeah. enough for people to be like, "It's up! I'm starting watching." Mm-hmm. <laughs> all right. Next on DVD Blu-ray, uh, this is a documentary called "Life Itself." It's about Roger Ebert. Oh, cool. And it was actually, they started making it before he died. So he's he's a little bit in it. That's cool. Uh, I haven't seen it yet, which is a shame. I feel like a bad person. <laughs> That's all. <laughs> For as much as I, I loved Roger Ebert. Yeah, you kind of are. I mean. Uh, all right. Moving on to <laughs> uh, the final DVD Blu-ray, The Tale of the Princess Kaguya which is a Studio Ghibli film that is nominated uh, this year for Best Animated Feature. Wow. Yep. And I got mad when I was listening to a podcast and the the reviewer said, uh, I don't know why more people didn't watch this when it was in theaters. And I think it was because it was only in New York, you yeah. asshole. Like, you can't, you can't go out and say, why didn't more people watch this if it's only in one theater for two minutes? Like, that's not, that's not how you complain about it. Then. Exactly. So why didn't more people pirate it? That's the real question. I just I just feel like, I mean, maybe it has to do with contracts signed with like publishers and the way stuff is released, but I really feel like 
if stuff is going to have a super limited release, put it on video on demand too. Yeah. Because like I'd be totally well, down to pay it a little. Right. I'd be totally down to pay ten bucks to watch what we do in the shadows sure. because it's super limited right now. Well, they're working on a Kickstarter. Did you know that? I did not know the that. people who made the the film. It just yeah are doing a Kickstarter to get it a bigger release because that that's the only re- release they could get. But see, that's LED what I mean release. though. Like put it on video on demand and then everybody can watch it. Well, maybe if the Kickstarter goes maybe not as well, but just things. a little well, yeah, it'll okay. get there. Put on Indiegogo because Kickstarter ends at a certain point, and if it doesn't go over, you I, don't get anything. Indiegogo, you get money no matter well, what. You got to call up Jermaine Clement. All right, give me his phone number. <laughs> He's a little busy. I I'll think. explain the way the internet works. Uh. Moving on to new on Blu-ray. <clears throat> uh, what happened to DVDs? I didn't see anything that caught my eye. Okay. <laughs> uh, and then I have a TV entry that like almost is technically a DVD only, but because it was a TV show, I put it on TV. It's okay. weird. But on Blu-ray, we have a film called 1969. And from what I've read, it's Robert Downey Jr. and Kiefer Sutherland are two bums who <laughs> don't want to be in the war I, I read it real quick i'm sorry do you have the link open two anti-war college buddies hitchhike home offend people and hit the road in a van for kicks i also read that bruce dern is in this so that's yep. just extra exciting and winona Ryder. bruce dern that's all you need to say nowadays for me i mean even though she's a kleptomaniac i still like winona Ryder. <clears throat> she's got troubles yep all right moving she's on she's a real good actress though on the tvd uh we have game of thrones the Trones. complete fourth season. Trones. I like that better. <laughs> uh, did you Did you hear the news about this? What now? It's oh, pretty gonna... much been all but confirmed that the series will finish before he finished writes, writing the books. Yeah. Like he's just given them uh, like the Cliff Notes versions of everything he's still writing. So that way, because they are going to pass him as far as like how far and how I... quickly. He, he's a very slow writer. I mean, I just still believe that they should do... Uh, like they take a year and do the the I don't remember what they're called. He did like a prequel or a short. Mm-hmm. It was like something that took place before everything yeah. that happens in the show. Mm-hmm. It's like someone an egg, Duncan egg. Yeah, I mean they they are buying themselves some time because the fourth and fifth book happen concurrently. Mm-hmm. So what they did is they took like they made it chronological. So they took stories from both books and then they just layered it the way it actually happens. So they are buying themselves time with that, but mm-hmm. it's still gonna pass them. Uh, and I also read recently that they're going to kill a character who's still alive in the books. Oh, yeah. Which is... Yeah, yeah they're going to diverge. Well, I don't know these, how I feel These about book that. people can get off their high horses, finally. <laughs> um, I like the way they've been doing it, where they just up the ante, where they just change details to make things more interesting. Sure. I don't know about diverging, but... Oh, I mean, deterging. <laughs> Good. Thank you. Uh you know, I just, I, I, oh, because uh, this reminds me of the whole situation around the Scott Pilgrim film. Yeah. Because when that was being made, he was also, um, he was finishing, he it. was finishing the final book. Yep. And so they kind of like influenced each other mm-hmm. and same, it's like, I almost feel like the video game was the same way. Cause yep. when I played the video game like that, that was kind of super different from the whole experience. It was, everything was weird, but I loved all of it. It was all really good. Uh, all right. So this is the weird entry. So on TVD, we have Grace Point. They're just calling it Grace Point, not like the complete series mm-hmm. or anything, because it's kind of a mini series, because it's not coming back for a second season. What is it? It's uh, it's that remake of Broadchurch. Oh, uh, they British did an show. American, but with David Tennant as the American. But they got the chick from Breaking Bad. Yeah, yeah. Anna Gunn. Anna's uh, got a gun. That already aired. Yeah, that's done. When? Oh. 
Yeah. I, Fox just dumps their shit yeah. whenever they want. What They're the like, hell? oh, uh, we'll put it on Fridays at 2 a.m. Yeah. You, you know that just, that's there, right? No, they're doing it cable style now where they're just developing shit year-round instead of, like, for pilot season and Yeah, whatever. I think that's really interesting. I think it's a good idea, actually. Yeah. I mean, they but, cancel stuff so much, but it's good because they cancel yeah, stuff so much. Uh-huh. But I just have a problem with the fact that stuff falls through the cracks so easily because they don't advertise it at all. Yeah. I think it's because of all that, what is it, like, uh, DVRs and all that stuff, so they're just like, mm-hmm. fuck it, they'll watch it if they want to. Like, <laughs> they'll find it. Yeah. Like, I'm surprised uh, Sleepy Hollow is still on. I haven't watched it, but just the idea. That one makes to sense me. to me. I'm they surprised Grim, crap out of Grim is still on. Yeah. That was on the bubble for a while, wasn't it? For like, like four seasons. I, I feel like it ran out of steam. I never watched it, but it just the ads kept getting weirder and weirder. Yeah. I guess it's still going, but yeah. I saw a little bit of the, the first season. I, was like, All right, I think most people are yeah. surprised Once Upon a Time is still going, but I'm I super am. into that. So. <laughs> I'm not, not one of those people. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. I should have better tastes. Yes, you should. <laughs> you, you damn right you Every should. Every once in a while that show gets something right, and I just go, yep, I'm going to keep watching you, even though you still have that goddamn Snow White chick. I do, who's gonna, the worst? I'm going to pray for you. <laughs> How about you just you do the opposite of that, and maybe that'll work. You can pray for the showrunner. Well, there you go. How about that? Or Everybody. pray for the actress who plays Snow White so that she'll get off the show. Aww. <laughs> she's pointless now, and she's pregnant, so it's Is like she at boring. Least good at being pointless? No, eee, unemployment. That's rough. <laughs> they they keep like coming up with storylines to keep her in the show, and they're dumber and dumber every time. So she's the showrunner's wife. <laughs> well, she was the first like main character in season one. It, the story was all about Snow White. And like they she's just a, don't want to let go of her. Was she like a sheriff or something? The chick with the the daughter kid? is the sheriff. Okay, oh. she's the the main character is Snow White's daughter. You guys are fun. Anyway, finally on TVD, the final TVD entry, we have Jumanji, the animated series, season one. Anyone else remember this? Just me? I love that movie. I vaguely remember it. The animated series? Not the animated series. It was, it was very strange. Wasn't that where Nigel Thornberry came from? Uh, no, but they looked the same. <laughs> yeah. They did look very similar. Oh, cool. All right, so I just signed into Fox.com and... I can watch the whole season. <laughs> I thought you were going to say, and now I can talk directly to the executives. Yep. <laughs> Let me... Look. Why did y'all cancel it? <laughs> Instead of uh, contacting your local congressman, contact your local Fox representative. <laughs> uh, all right. If you want to pick up any of those, go to your local video store before they close. I do remember the animated series. I didn't watch it. <laughs> were you busy watching the Godzilla animated series? No, I was watching Gargoyles. Ah. ah. That shit was good. <laughs> Uh, all right, so now that brings us to our review. Already? Which you're going to hear us talk about in just a minute. Huge IQ, great performance at school, but you gave up. Drugs, petty crime, you never had a job. It set you on a certain path, but you needn't stay on it. Who are you? The man who got you released. I've never met a tailor before, but I know you ain't one. Come with me. What do you see? I see a young man with potential. Pull the hook on your left. Oh, yes. Very nice. What does this do? 
electrocute you. Don't be ridiculous. It's a hand grenade. Shut up. That is sick. We are an independent international intelligence agency operating at the highest level of discretion. The Kingsman agents are the new knights. You are about to embark on the most dangerous job interview in the world. Felt sorry for the boy, did you? He will find this humiliating. He's as much Kingsman material as any of them. We're here to enhance your skills. Test you to limit. You need to solve problems under pressure. Like what to do when one of your group has no parachute. Interested? Manners maketh man. I have trouble understanding you people sometimes. Y'all talk so funny. about him what makes him so special put it back all right guys here we go kingsman the secret service directed by oh, what's this somebody matthew vaughn matthew vaughn <laughs> yeah. i'm sorry i'm not a fan really uh <laughs> that makes me sad based on what else has he done hold on not a fan <laughs> why Wait, let me go back and look. He I did feel like there was something X-Men First Class, like. the first Kick-Ass. He did oh, Stardust. I really... He did oh, Lair I Cake. I love all those movies yeah, you just said. He hasn't disappointed me yet. What? But He's I feel really like I'm good. still not a fan somehow. <laughs> and he produced Snatch and Lock, Stock, and Two Small Oh, Bears. I love Snatch. He's just producing. But, but he did it like at 26. Okay, I like Love kick-ass. Lair Cake. Kick-Ass is good. Love Stardust. I really enjoyed Kick-Ass. Stardust. First Class was really cool and came out of nowhere. Like I didn't expect that to be yeah. good at all. And then, yeah, Kingsman. Yeah, dude does good work. He's not. He's not. He's I'm not, not even, saying I hate him. He's I'm not even I'm swinging and missing here. <clears throat> he's, well. he's hitting him. Layer cake was all right. <laughs> Start Stardust. We only remember because Robert De Niro played a poof, a I, gay pirate. I, I, I love. <laughs> I love. I love. I loved that movie. Uh, Kick Ass is the only one that I'd really defend there. And then you're going to hear how I feel about Kingsman. Star- Stardust like took me back to a time where I read like the Black Cauldron and and the uh, the the Sword in the Stone Disney animated like that took me back to that time in my life when I was reading kind of carefree and beautiful and not super dark fantasy stories when I was a kid before I found Lady of the Lake the book and read that and kind of blew my mind uh, but. <laughs> I don't know. That's just such a fun movie that is so... I don't understand how you just think that the only <laughs> redeeming quality of that movie is Robert De Niro. Oh, I'm not saying redeeming. I'm saying he's the most memorable part. Okay. Other parts like of it are really cool. I just love I, right I love all the <laughs> princes. Like that whole prince thing was so funny. Oh, sure. Yeah, that's from there too. Yeah. I. You know what's weird? I always keep thinking that's a different movie. Like really? a different... Like I just disconnected... It does, it does it, throw so many different things in yeah, there. Yeah, that part like... For some reason, my brain pulls that specific all those segments out of that film, uh-huh. puts it into like this weird undefined film. That whenever I think of Stardust, I forget that that's even yeah. like same thing with just now. I'm remembering the whole witch deal. Yeah, 
Okay. I forgot my joke. I'm getting <laughs> a little like, more. Wait, wait, wait. a little more positive. Oh my God. <laughs> my heart is, is growing. Like three, two three, sizes. Three sizes. <laughs> I know. Okay, cool. <clears throat> anyway, cool. we're here to talk about Kingsman. No, I thought we were reviewing Stardust. <laughs> <laughs> we're going back in time. To review, start, no, uh, Kingsman. It's based on a graphic novel by Mark Millar. Why don't you touch on how different it is? Because I'd love Super to hear the differences. Different. Just everything I on the board. I haven't read it. I went to the Wikipedia page because I was curious. Look, that's pretty much the same experience. Cool. Okay, so <laughs> I'm an expert. Hello yep. and welcome. Yep. I uh, I co-authored the Wikipedia. I mean, I drew it. So yeah. anyway, on a chalkboard. The. Uh, the just the whole setup of the organization is very different because they're uh, they're not called Kingsmen. They're just called the Secret Service. They yeah. are MI6. They yeah. are the British in the book. In, they're the British intelligence. Um, they're not a separate entity. Uh, they don't have weird code names based on Arthurian legend. Which I love. Um, the bad guy is an entirely different person. Okay. In fact, so in the book, the opening is... Um, is it is, set dur- during a different time period? Because this is no, no, no. very right now. It's modern. Okay. Um, whenever it came out, I don't. I don't remember the year it came out, but it mm-hmm. came out not too long ago. And uh, Mark Hamill is name checked as a character in the beginning, but like actual Mark Hamill, as far as I could tell, it or said, like Doctor Mark. I mean, Hamill. he's a he's he's he is. Here's the other crazy thing. So the Mark Hamill in the book is an environmental scientist. Mm-hmm. But then the bad guy in the book is the name of the character that Mark Hamill plays in the movie. Um, Dr. Arnold something, right? Yeah. So they invent a new bad guy for the movie, and then they do this weird thing where Mark Hamill becomes that part of that character. Like, it's super... Interesting. And the, um, in, the, in the movie, uh, Colin... Colin Firth. Firth. Yeah. I was. Gonna, I always want to say Farrell. He's my first because it's F. It's alphabetical. That's, that's, that's yeah. That's where my my mouth goes to. Colin Firth uh, is is in the movie. He's unrelated to this this boy. He 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 worked with his father. In the book, mm-hmm. it's his uncle. In the book, right? it's his uncle. Wow. It's his nephew. Yeah. and he didn't like save his father or anything. Like he um, he's just doing it because he's related. Yeah, and the mom calls him up and says, "Oh, you got to get my little shit of a kid out of the." jail he's in jail again and he does like that's just it's not even like a cool thing like in the movie where it's like uh it's just it's just they're all shitty people i don't know the book sounds like kind of dumb in a way compared to the movie like they made a really great movie out of uh out of a book that i don't think i would have read or enjoyed reading wow is what i'm gonna put it that way uh yeah like every like there's there's a lot there's a lot that makes more sense in the movie than the book to me just as I don't like, I don't like the whole. Oh, it's my nephew. I gotta. And then the movie seems to have a, a whole separate a statement, hmm? like a statement about classism and stuff yes, like that. Yes, yes. Which wouldn't fit if it was his yeah, nephew. Just his nephew, no. right? That wouldn't work. No, it wouldn't because because he is blood. Then yeah, you know, he is of rich blood or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and the other. Oh, I just lost it. My brain just dropped it. I believe in you. <laughs> that's like that's gone. <laughs> that's memories that I'm not gonna remember. Oh. The um, see, say, think <laughs> so about that's why I Michael him. Michael Caine, mm-hmm. Michael Caine, uh, Michael Caine. His character, Caine. in a weird way, his character and Merlin are the same in the book, oh. but in the movie they kind of like diverge them so we can have, you know, yep, more British people. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> hey, I love Mark Strong talking because, about Stardust again, so I'm happy with any movie he's in. Yeah, yeah. Mark Strong's great. Oh, I love him everywhere. Yep. 
Uh, <laughs> just put him in everything. I love him everywhere. Everywhere. <laughs> yeah, put him in anything. Yeah. I'm happy with him in anything. He was good in Kick Ass. Liter- yeah. Literally. Literally. In <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because there's a scene. I, I don't want to uh, spoiler, but there's a there's a scene, an important scene with Michael Caine and the boy yep. in the movie that mm-hmm. in the book it's the it's Merlin, the Merlin character. Uh, He's not called Merlin, but that's yeah. what he is. Yeah, he's the yeah. support dude. Yeah. So it's pretty, it's pretty crazy. Like the differences between the, that's cool. No, I'm glad they took the, the creative license to do it because I think overall it's a much more interesting world. Like the, I'm going to make, I'm going to go off tangent for a little bit, but, uh, in the order 1886, which is a game that's coming out soon, Mm. like Friday, uh, they're, they're called knights Mm. and each of them have code names, which Mm. are King Arthur's Mm. knights. So I'm watching this movie going, is this like the modern version of these dudes? <laughs> because it's set in Victorian England. Yeah. And there's like, they have steampunk guns and stuff. Like, is that the past of the Kingsman? Like, is there some crossover <laughs> I don't know about? But it's, it's, it's really cool. I, I, like, I like the whole idea of uh, a Secret Service's code names being based on a legend. Yeah, yeah. But that's really cool. That's really cool. I mean, it's kind of impractical because they can only hire one new person at a time after yeah. someone but dies. That, but that's kind of cool because then you have a set number because... <laughs> but then I when mean, they go to their underground base, it's like they have a bunch of soldiers taking care of their tanks and jets and yeah. stuff. So yeah, I mean, those, a lot. This is they, Carl. <laughs> but, see, but see, but if you think about it... That's his code name even. That's not even his real name. But, yeah. then, but then it makes sense to the fact that at, at some point uh, he talks about how it's a, it's a new world. Like, they are, in the end, still a classist organization yeah. where only certain people can be in the upper es- echelon, be like the agents, mm. and then everyone else can still work. Like, he even says that one of the chick spoilers who doesn't make it through the initi- initiation works in just their IT department. Yeah. Like she's not dead. She's just working elsewhere. It's fine. Yeah, well, she, she's codenamed Melinda? Yeah. <laughs> Beatrice. <laughs> <laughs> or as my brother would say, Pete Rice. <laughs> it's like, oh man, my codename's Ethel. Fuck. <laughs> Fuck, I knew it. Um, but it, yeah, I, I think you're, I mean, yeah, I'm not, that's, what I'm saying is not a complaint. Yeah. I'm just saying it's a little silly. It's essentially it's really a superhero movie. So, <laughs> in a way, yeah, uh, kind of. Yeah, but uh, I mean, I think there. I think it's it's a fun movie. Oh. I think that's what really. It, just to get to the heart of it, it's 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 not a comedy. I don't know if I'd call it like a straight up comedy, yeah. but it, it has a lot of fun with the action. I I would liken it the way to the was shot was the shit. It was oh, so good, loved yeah. it. Yeah. Uh, though I would liken it to like an amusement park ride, mm. where it's not like barrels of laughs but there are funny parts and it's all about the ups and downs and it's the ride Mm -hmm. and it is it i would liken it to a ride uh but that uh i'll i'll mention the um so they make a point that there's there's something to do with all the kingsmen wear glasses and the glasses have like transmitting uh you can see holographic yeah and stuff like that so there's a lot of shots where the fight scenes are seen through the glasses yeah which i think that's an interesting way to handle like point of view uh, explaining that in the narrative, yep. in a sense, uh, better than I don't know, making the whole film found footage, found footage or yeah. No, he did that. This is he used that in a uh, Kickass. It was like the Hit Girl cam. Remember when she was saying oh, sure. Big Daddy? And, yep. Yeah, huh. I was I was happy when I saw. It. I was like, oh, they brought it back. It's like the first person shooter thing. It looked really cool. Mm-hmm. Oh. Yeah, this is like another uh, video game culture seeping into films, but ah. in a good way, I'd say, in a very good way. Yeah. 
Uh, yeah, and the fight scenes were all good. Choreography was amazing. Yes. There's one. There's one scene where it just culminates, where almost it feels like the pre-climax, like later during the resolution. You know, when they're attacking the base, mm-hmm. uh, it it is really interesting, and all the stuff he does is really cool. But really, that church scene, yes, yeah, is just amazing. Yeah, uh, nuts. nuts, absolutely nuts. Yeah, yeah. So I'm glad he got that moment too because in the beginning, like at the bar, like it was cool, but it just wasn't. It was a little cartoony, but in a cool, a really, really cool way. Just yeah. like the action wasn't as hard as it was in the church. So mm-hmm. I was glad that he got that moment. You got to see. It, it was a moment where it was like, no, these guys really are badass, and yeah. let let me show you what happens when they're unleashed. Yeah, this is what yeah. they're capable of. Yeah, yeah. Uh, just one of these guys. And it's extra cool agents. because it's Colin Firth. It's like, holy shit. <laughs> this is the king. This is the king's speech, dude. Oh, look at him. He's like, I'm going to kill you. Uh, yeah. He starts stuttering in there again. <laughs> oh, boy. Well, that was a great scene. Uh, do we want to talk a little about Samuel L. Jackson? Oh, God. He's great. Yeah, yeah, he's I, really good. I feel like, I feel like his... Because some people might have a problem with his lisp, but... <laughs> I have one issue with the lisp, oh. and I feel like it's only played through. It's only funny the whole movie because of one line that he says. Oh yeah, huh. where he says, "You all talk so funny." Oh, <laughs> you know what I mean? Because yeah. then the whole time you're like, "Well, you talk like that," so yeah. you know what I, I mean. I have a theory on why he has a lisp. Please, please. Uh, okay, so day day one, day one. Samuel Jackson walks on set uh-huh. and just starts reading with a lisp. Nobody, nobody has the balls to so, say don't. So he pulls a <laughs> Christopher Walken, where whenever he gets scripts, he changes the grammatical structure of a sentence so it sounds like him. I wish, but no, no, because no. Christopher Walken does do that does he this, really? with every script. That's funny. He just changes it, and they're like, "Okay, dude, you do it." But Samuel Jackson must do this to mm-hmm. challenge himself as an yeah. actor. He's like, oh, I don't want to play this straight. And they're like, all right. Not even right, not Sam. playing it straight. He's The lisp is not even a joke except for the moment that you're talking about. The, the lisp is just there to make him have to act harder. Yeah. Like he just. It's like, this is too easy for me. I got to make it in interesting. Park. Yeah. Yeah. Cheeseburgers. Uh, I, <laughs> that is a really funny moment, by the yeah. way. Where he's uh, like, was that just. Oh, it's a McDonald's. W- yeah. Was that just for product placement's sake? Or was. I think that was think, just to be that, funny. Okay. It was probably because he's like, look how American he is. He likes cheeseburgers. Filthy. Well, yeah, and just the whole, the whole the whole fact that he's surrounded by decadence, and then when it comes to what he likes to eat, yeah. it's something so plain well, and base. And he's uh, got secret sauce on it. Yeah. Well, yeah. And his, his lady put him on like special trays. I thought yeah. that was hilarious. That's yeah. wonderful. And then, and then it also plays to... Like, I feel like there's a lot of setups and then jokes. Like, with his lisp, mm-hmm. it culminates in his... You all talk so funny. And then with the McDonald's, it culminates in Colin Firth's thanks for the happy meal. Oh, sure. You see what I I mean? Today, though, that uh, the lisp, like he was, his character is based on Russell Simmons. So that's why he talks the way he does. That's how Russell Simmons sounds. It even looks like him, too. Uh, I don't know who Russell Simmons is. Oh, he, right he's now. a mogul. Of, oh, okay. Yeah, like Def Comedy Jam and all that stuff. Oh, yeah. Show yeah. me. I've seen him. If, if you can. Is there a picture of him looking like Sam Jackson? Oh! Oh! <laughs> yeah, you've oh, seen what? you've seen this man before. Well, no, but also that's it, the hat. Is, yeah, is, that's that's the look. Yeah, and that's pretty much how that's, the dude sounds too. That's really interesting. Yeah, yeah, I saw him <laughs> yeah, on. I like, I like that even better than my theory. <laughs> that's that just way Samuel better. Jackson just shows up and just does whatever he wants. Yeah, well, he pr- he probably still does. It's Sam Jackson. It's pretty great. Uh. <laughs> 
Did we just blow your mind? Look at his face. He's really happy now. (laughs) I like that a lot. (laughs) Oh, and I think uh, I had spoken before in regards to this film that when the little when the little Brit, as I called him, was on screen, I would ignore him. But he's really proven himself in this film to me. But Eggsy? To Eggsy. Wow. Taron Egerton, I believe, is his real name. Yeah. He was he was really good, and I I felt bad. I was like, I was going to say that I didn't like him, but I do. Wait, so you went into this movie prejudiced I, to not liking his character? He's next to Colin Firth. That's just like... Well, yeah, it's hard to shine next to that son. <laughs> and I'd never heard of this kid. There's a lot of British, young British actors that I think are I, talented. I love never heard how of this British guy. just like everybody is, mm-hmm. just blatantly. Yeah. It's wonderful. Uh, and you know another thing that I thought this film got right Um, the so there's there's a girl recruit Roxy I believe her name is for the for the Kingsman and never do they make any mention of it being like oh she's a special circumstance or Mm -hmm. like someone says oh she can't be a king's man yeah exactly there's nothing there's there's nothing it's just she is whoever chose her whatever Kingsman chose her to be the candidate believe that she was the best and it's interesting in a in a in such a classist kind of tone to their whole organization mm. they have no problem with her spoilers being the one who becomes lancelot yeah there's there's not there's no moment where like someone says oh uh, we gotta cheat and make it yeah and we gotta uh name yeah. her lance lady or something <laughs> yeah lance lady lunch lady <laughs> <laughs> exactly uh yeah so that that was kind of like refreshing in a weird way uh, even though I mean she do, she kind of doesn't get to participate in the final action, but she has her own thing. I, but I feel was, like kind of does, like it was a payoff cool. for her earlier with the skydiving training because yeah. she was like she was afraid to do that. In, but to me, it's kind of like you're scared of heights and then you're just not like that's not a big arc to me. Yeah, yeah. It was def- well, but you got to give the, the guy the cool as, stuff. To as, as someone who's <laughs> afraid of heights, you're never not afraid of heights. But she just ends up being able to control her fear. Yeah, yeah. Which I think is a big deal. Okay. <laughs> I just like when you're going to be a spy. Goes, I feel like you're going to be jumping out, of, out a lot of planes. She goes out of the it. atmosphere, yeah. though. Like it is, yeah. the, it is the most extreme version of heights that she can get to. Yeah. to deal with. Yeah, and she saves the world. <laughs> yeah, she so. kicks ass, or at least buys well, some yeah, time to helps. save the world. Yeah, <laughs> she's part of it. Yeah, yeah she drove the car. <laughs> <laughs> hey, in some movies, that's the best part. <laughs> the getaway driver. The getaway driver. Uh, yep. Uh. I don't know. I just have like a lot of good things to say about okay, this. Film. It was tons of fun. Like I, yeah, definitely glad that it was good because I was afraid that yeah. I, I knew that it was gonna be good, but because of February, I was like, what if it's dog shit? You know, because it was supposed to come out in October, I think, of last year. Oh wow. Yeah. So I was like, uh, you know, but yeah, it was really good. Another good one for old boy Vaughn. And I'm glad he chose that instead of uh, Days of Future Past because he was right. supposed to do that. Yeah. But, yeah. No, this was just. It's it's been a. It, there, there are large breaths of time that go by without like any fun movies where there's like no. comedies that are trying to be funny and there's horror movies and there's dramas and there's all these movies going for other goals. Whereas this one just feels like, no, we want you to have a good time. Yeah. And it's just, well, and it this kinda, goes through in spades. It, in, in, a, in the realm of spy films, it invokes all the best parts of James Bond. And, and it's yeah, constantly cool quoting it. Yeah. Like there's tons of times where people say stuff and it's quotes pulled from James Bond. Well, movies. and the ending is literally the ending to a Bond film. Yeah. Well, b- before the repeated fight scene. But mm-hmm. the the ending is literally an ending to a Bond film where Q is, is watching Bond get it on with a lady. I'm yeah. like, yeah. this is the same. They and just the, they did the sidekick it. girl, too. Yeah. Like, how come nobody wrote that back then? That was cool as hell. Like, Blade Runner? Dude, that's awesome. Yep. I have. I have. I, but that's another thing that I, I just... 
I mean, it's not a huge question. How did nobody like say like, "Hey, lady, why do you have knife <laughs> legs?" But doesn't she switch out her? her There's no. a couple of legs? scenes where she's very like she's just walking around with knife legs. No, what happened was anything. is there no she has a she has like a pantsuit on underneath, and she was wearing a dress, so you couldn't see her. Uh, because she pulled off something. Like There's one yeah. scene where it's very like Colin Firth can see them that when he goes to the dinner. Yeah. Yep. And and I don't know if they're not hiding it because they know that he's a guy, or yeah. if they're they not are. hiding it because they want to scare him because they know he's a guy. Like one of those things. Yep. Yeah, I really like that. There's not a point in the movie where like there's super big reveals where everyone's kind of smart. There's no one's super dumb in this movie. Like yeah. everyone's like, no, he's he's obviously an agent, but we're just gonna play him along. You know what oh, I mean? And they do a lot of fun stuff where um, they they kind of they don't always show you what they did, but then you know just because of what's happening next. Yep. Like there's the um, early on, Colin Firth puts a puts a tracker listening device on Eggsy, oh. and they don't like they don't zoom in on the tracker. You you see his hand touch his shoulder, and I and I, Unless, I was like, yeah. oh, spy movie that's and, and unless you're paying attention you'd never be able to tell that there was anything on his shoulder yeah yeah and the scene later with michael kane too mm-hmm. with the yeah he's like oh what's that picture yeah <laughs> oh, I, see see I, one of my favorite movies is uh princess bride so oh, I was like, sure. oh i know what's happening here see, i was thinking <laughs> i've seen this before. a dangerous mind I there, was you like, hey. there you go there you go yeah uh yeah the the movie does a lot of that Oh, there's, it's just all good. Oh, a major, another major difference from book to film. Mm-hmm. Gazelle, the the metal leg lady, yeah, in in the movie, uh, just a regular man in the book. Really? Yeah. Well, I'm really happy that they did because she's she's at the same time being a super interesting character because she's evil. She's like has prosthetic legs, which is like not something you would see every day. And the way she uses like them is interesting. She, she walked out of the raid too and walked into this film, and we all were like, "Yes, you belong here." Yeah, exactly. Stay. Yeah. Uh, and and I think they don't really like go deep Hold into on. it. Is that she, is that Hammer Girl? I don't think no, so. No, no. But she, I think she's in love with Samuel Jackson. Yeah, I think like they're together. Yeah, because there was like the whole yeah. When she like was they don't upstairs. they don't make it a huge deal, but it's. But it's nice. Yeah. Like it's it's just nice that she's not just like a dummy playing along. Like she's really into his evil plan yeah. and and is and is ready to go for it. Yeah. That was pretty creative too. The uh, his evil plan like it's far-fetched the shit, but yeah. it's really entertaining. Like it's cool as hell to watch. Mm-hmm. Like the stuff that happens because of that. It's like it's ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Thinking of that lady on the car. It's like mm-hmm. holy shit, they went for it. Like, it was awesome. <laughs> yeah, it's a good it's a good film. But it's definitely the interesting thing for such a funny... I don't know what you mean by Raid 2. No, I'm just saying that she... A character like that, if she was in the Raid 2... Oh, she would fit perfectly. She would fit perfectly. Oh. Right, And yeah. it's like she walked it's off taking, that set and walked into Kingsman yeah, and we it's were like... Taking perfect, nods, perfect. It's taking nods from other stuff mm. happening in cinema, which movies need to do more often. Um, but, like, there's so much classism overture happening in the movie. Like, the the culmination, super spoiler time, at the very end of the movie, like... The heads of state, like everybody that mm. is anybody anywhere in the world gets killed off. Mm-hmm. And all that is left is, quotations, the normal people. Yep. I just found that really interesting. Well, except for the selected ones who didn't get the thing done yep. to them. The Which, ones in the cells. Yeah, because they were against it. <clears throat> so only the good guys survived. Only the real good survived. people survived. Yeah. 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 Oh, what did you guys think of the way they did? I had a conversation with um, Christine and my friend PJ on the way home after seeing this. Uh I likened what they did with the head exploding scene mm-hmm. 
to what they did in Kill Bill uh, 1, where they made it black and white during the Crazy 88 scene because of all the blood. They did screeners of that movie beforehand with just normal colorized film, and people couldn't handle all the blood. So they actually stylistically made it black and white because that allowed the viewer to see it without being totally grossed out. I feel like they did the fireworks scene simply because watching a bunch of people's heads explode would be a little off-putting. Yeah. So I think I think it was a really good choice and made something that could have been super gross and something that people wouldn't want to watch into something funny. Yeah, it looked really cool. Oh, yeah. Bad. And it fit the whole music playing. Yeah, yeah. It was beautiful. Yeah. Oh, my God. I, I laughed so hard when Samuel Jackson put his hand on his little verifier thing and the disco ball started going on. <laughs> it's awesome. Oh, my God. Like, that was that was really funny. Yep. <laughs> That was that was a really great. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this movie was good, <laughs> all around. Yeah, like people need to go see this movie. If we haven't made it clear enough to all of you wonderful people listening out there, mm-hmm. go see this. It's movie. a fun action spy film. Yeah, uh, fun Bond, pretty much because Bond has gone a different direction. Now it's super gritty and dark. So this is which I like too. I mean, yeah, that's, yeah. that's oh no, not no, no. A... I am saying that in this world now, because of the direction Bond has gone, mm. both of these things can exist and they complement each other. Well, Bond's actually working its way towards where it used to be. Yeah, that's what they're doing now. Oh, they, cool. They want to. Yeah, yeah. I'd love to see in the new film Christoph Waltz crack a joke, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> just any joke. Well, they said they would have started off that way, but because of Austin Powers, like, let's take this seriously. That's for a true. That's yeah. true. So smart. Yeah. Uh, all right. No Obama's cameo? When I, well, he wasn't actually in it, but... It was, was heavily cool. hinted that he I was... I laughed my ass off at yeah. that. Oh, he died too. Yeah, he was just like, yeah, let's go along with this. Yeah, that sounds good. Yeah. <laughs> Jeez. All right. Uh, sorry, I don't have the document right now. There it is. <sighs> this is why we can't have nice things. Huh. Uh, all right, that's our review of Kingsman, The Secret Service. Watch oh. it. Watch it twice. Uh, let me tell you. Take, take, take your family. Take your friends. <laughs> well, don't take the little chills. Take little, them, too. Little chills. <laughs> Look, they need to learn about the world sometime. Oh, okay. Yeah. And if, if you can't teach your children about assholes, <laughs> then I don't know what you're doing <laughs> and, in America. And, and you mean that in a lot of different ways. <laughs> so many different ways. Okay. All the ways. <laughs> All right. New in theaters. Coming out this weekend, we have the Duff. We have Gloria. We have Hot Tub, Time Machine, Dose. We have McFarland, US of A. And we have Wild Tales. Now, before we play a little game, let's thank, uh, what are they called? Silent Partner <laughs> for doing our theme song. I like how you're like, oh, who is it this week? Oh, it's the same as it is every week. I, I always forget their name, but I remember their song. The song is called Sophomore Makeout. Yep. And we got it from the YouTube Audio Library. So go check that out for your YouTube audio library needs. Please do. Uh, also, thanks to Justin Kizan of Agents of Guard. That's agentsofguard.com for making our logo. Uh, you can also hear him on a, a little podcast called Ben View on Spielberg that he does with Matt Benson, where every month they talk about something Spielberg did. Yeah, I was about to say, those come out real yeah. slow. Month. Monthly. Okay. All right. Monthly. In fact, this month they talk about the Columbo episode that yeah, Spielberg directly direct, I saw that. Derelicted. Derelicted? Yeah. So he, he turned it into Back a... Back when he was a derelictor. So he destroyed large buildings and ships? Sure. Okay. Uh, <laughs> if you like hearing Matt Benson talk, 
you should also listen to another podcast called Shut Up Leonard <gasps> that I host with him where we talk about community and community-related things. That's Community the TV show created by Dan Harmon. Uh, in fact, I believe as you're hearing this, the most recent episode that we did of Shut Up Leonard is about the Dan Harmon, Rob Schraub written film Monster House because we're still waiting for season six. But it's coming. Uh, March 17th, Yahoo screened. Uh, thanks to Yahoo Serious. Uh, so you can find Shut Up Leonard at shutupleonard.com or on Twitter at shutuplenpod. If Tom was here, you know what he'd tell you about? What? Optograb.org, where you can read all of his writings collected from everywhere that he writes, including readwave.com. And you could go buy his short stories on Amazon or Smashwords. Just go to optograb.org or look up Thomas Willett. He's a writer. Are you a writer? Uh, I do writing. Not publicly, though. I do writing. I do writing. <laughs> I'm real good. Um, no, I'm actually a broadcaster, technically. Mm. <clears throat> I broadcast video game uh, Let's Plays. Uh, we've got some stuff in the pipelines. I've been talking to other people to decide about maybe starting some series up, um, make it more interesting, setting up uh, kind of weekly things like having themes for different days and stuff like that. But as far as this coming week, I, I, I normally work on Saturdays, but because of this last weekend, um, I did a Valentine's Day stream where Christine and I played Diablo 3 together. Uh, this week, we've got Dying Light on Tuesday, um, Counter-Strike Global Offensive on Thursday, <clears throat> uh, Friday's still open because someone else is filling in, and then on Saturday, we've got uh, Derek playing Destiny. So please come by to twitch.com backslash G... No, Gamersault Weekly. My bad. And uh, uh, 5 to 7 um, p.m. Pacific Standard Time. And come by and have a good time. Uh, a lot of the times we just have regular stuff, but other people from the website, if you're interested, will be in there. So you can ask us questions about the site, about video games, about anything in general. And because we've kind of got our finger on the pulse of the industry, we can, we can give you more information than what you can usually find out there. So please come by. Um, have a good time. That's it. Ty, what yeah. are you promoting? Sandwiches. Okay. Sandwiches are good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, I got nothing. Good. No, I like it. Sandwiches. Support video stores and sandwiches. If they you can combine those, two, if you can you know? find a video store, yeah. <laughs> have you are, are you are you watching Fresh Off the Boat? No, um, I there, hear it's good though. There was a scene. Uh, I don't, I'm not really watching it, but Julian was watching it, so I see parts of it. You're 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 uh, side watching it. Yeah. So there was a scene that they had in a vi- in a video store, but it's set like in the 90s, so it's VHS tapes. And I just thought it was really funny because I feel like the set dressers were like, "What did these places look like? <laughs> yeah. Like they just kind of made it yeah. kind of look." Let's like let's it. look at old commercials to get a, a kind of a view of what it looked like. They had just a bunch of boxes everywhere, right? Yeah, right. <laughs> Sitting everywhere, VHS boxes all yeah, over. Because just the kid who you know was 14 worked there, and he didn't really give a shit. So yeah. just throw stuff everywhere, like that <laughs> video game store on Banshee. Like they don't. That's not what they look like. <laughs> like <laughs> That was such a funny video game store. <laughs> yeah. And they were like, oh, $85 for yeah. Evolve or whatever it was. It was, it was 75 It was uh, 75 I was yeah. like, video games don't cost that so much. It's a $15 Do markup. You're in Banshee, what? Like Pennsylvania. Pennsylvania. Yeah. 
There's not a tariff on video games in the middle of Pennsylvania. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. If you're in Alaska or someplace like Australia where yeah. it takes a while to ship something, I understand. It was literally like but a why? vertical glass case and just like one game was yeah. on each Yeah, it would look like a freaking... <laughs> yeah. It looked like it looked like they <laughs> went into... No, no joke. It looked like they went into a museum, <laughs> put video games in the cases, and then just put a bunch of video game shit on the walls. Yeah. Like, that's what it looked like. That's how the scene was shot, too. Like, yeah. let me get this artifact out of oh, the glass cutters. Like, yeah. <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> <sighs> All right, that was. A By the way, hold on. That was a fun goof. Hold on, hold on. Banshee's so good. It is. Oh, it it's really so is. good. Especially with that that fight I scene saw... in that versus the fight scene at the church. It's, right? it's almost the way they shot. It's right, like, exactly. We're gonna, we're gonna have you guys do a Banshee podcast. <sighs> I would too. Yeah. Oh man, <laughs> last episode you watched it. Yeah, yeah. <sighs> I saw that coming. <laughs> Before we even watched the episode, I was like, Christine, this is gonna happen. She's like, Don't say that. I like her. No. Oh, okay. Yeah. So okay. You, so you didn't see this past week. Friday. Oh no, I did. Okay, but I'm listen, just talking about the one before. I would listen to your okay. guys's Banshee podcast if it was just like this the whole time. Yes, you, you don't actually say what the, the no blonde devils. tits are. No, no, like, no. When, they, a, when he did that, no. Oh, and no. then I, and then I knew that she our, was gonna. Our, she did you see that? Did you see the last part? Yeah. Mm. Oh, it's so good. It's so good <laughs> because we're very committed to no spoilers at all. Yeah. So we only talk in generalities like, at I didn't all points. Like if he saw it last week, so I don't yeah. Like, so oh, we're the... never sure about it, how far each other are, so we don't want to spoil anything for later in the season. Uh, Wait, you're on this season. I'm on the other season. Uh, <laughs> Holy crap! What are we talking about? <laughs> I don't know. I thought you were talking about this. All right, you could vote for <laughs> Nerds Trading and what? <laughs> Jaden Little's. It's a yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. Now, I love how he runs with a big <laughs> hole in his thigh. <laughs> yeah. Uh, go to BenVNetwork.com for all your other podcasts that you want to listen to. You know, it's all of them. Just go there. All the great shows uh, at Ben V Network. Our personal website, NVPodcast.com. On Twitter at NVPodcast. And our email, NVPodcast at gmail.com. And my personal Twitter at Podcaster Andrew. I'm at. True Valk. And Ty doesn't have one. Yeah. It's uh, at sandwiches.video store. At Subway. At Subway.video store. Yeah. Uh. Uh, All right. Who's first? I am. All right. So I just want to apologize for my (laughs) Banshee rant earlier. It's just a really good show. Not enough people watch it. So please watch it. And he swam with a hole in his leg. Yes, he did. Talk about infectious diseases much. (laughs) Come on now. You're not even supposed to pee in water. We've all seen the rundown. Now I got to (laughs) tie... Banshee in with the movie no. you're guessing. No, that's not going to happen. <laughs> oh, but did I say that it's time for guess the ending? You'll never guess how it ends. You did now. Okay. I'm so proud of you. So I'm doing the Duff. Just doing it. Yep. Doing it wow. Uh Directed by Ari Sandal. <clears throat> starring Mae Whitman, Bella Thorne, Robbie Emile, and Allison Janney. A high school senior instigates a social pecking order revolution after finding out that she has been labeled the Duff, designated ugly fat friend, to her prettier, more popular friends. So, this is maybe one of the greatest switcheroos in trailer and or summary history as far as movie goes, because this is not actually about that at all. This is a sequel to Sky High about, see, she doesn't even realize it. She's at a high school for superheroes. And one of her friends is Firestorm, 
the flash goes here we've got you know uh, just the arrow shows up every once in a while but he always ditches class so he never he's never really there um but Canary's one of her friends. Uh, we've got the Red Hood. Uh, just everyone goes there. And she realizes that um, she doesn't really have a superpower. So that's why she's labeled the Duff. It's because she doesn't have a superpower. Mm. I don't know how that works acronym-wise, but that's how they just label her. Okay. So it's a movie about finding who you are as a person and how, how you can still be uh, a good person and someone who contributes to the society as a whole without having superpowers and how she kind of shows other people that she's important and that she's worthwhile while at the same time she doesn't need to save the world, you know? And, and in the end, they all kind of respect her as a person mm-hmm. because she ends up working in the IT department. Wow. Yep. Cool. Yep. <laughs> and that's it. All right, Ty. So, I was laughing earlier because I just started reading the Wild Tales. Like, what is that? <laughs> yeah, See, do you ready. get it now, what we were talking about yeah. earlier? Uh, but I'm not doing that. I got McFarlane USA, McFarlane USA, uh, directed by Nikki Caro? Nikki Carr, starring Kevin Costner, Maria Bello, Morgan Saylor, and Vincent Marinara. <laughs> uh, yes, <laughs> delicious. <laughs> Uh, what is it? A uh, cross-country coach in a small California town trans- transforms a team of athletes in the championship contenders. So, remember Freedom Riders or Dangerous Minds? It's like that without books. That's what this is. So, I mean, watch Ooh. it if you're into people running with really nice shoes and hot pants, I guess. Like short shorts. Nice. So, if you like that, uh, that one scene in Juno... Yes, but for an this. hour and 45 yeah. minutes. Ooh. And then they pick some fruit. That sounds chafing. Holy shit, this isn't cool to make you guys do this. Now go run after you're finished picking these fruits. It <laughs> sounds very chafing. Uh, Was that supposed to be Kevin Costner? <laughs> it's, uh, it's Kevin Bridges. <laughs> <laughs> or Jeff Costner. Whichever so they prefer. made a clone cyborg with the two of them? Yeah, he's, this movie? he's Robin Hood and Roy Cephas from RIPD. Oh, okay. Robin, <laughs> Robin Cephas. I was going to say... Uh, <clears throat> Robin Flynn. Have you listened to those sleeping tapes that I told you about? <laughs> <laughs> you go I'm just, gonna. I still gotta listen to it. Jeff Bridges sleeping tapes. Oh, <laughs> I I can't forget about it because it's all over the internet. Is yeah, it on YouTube every, or something? Where, where do you find yeah, Square? It's a Square, website. It's Squarespace a website. Made a website for Jeff Bridges where it's just Jeff Bridges talking creepily to and, you uh, with weird discordant uh, noises some, and birds and stuff. Some inside baseball. Uh, I was listening to other podcasts and they're like, yeah, I fall asleep when he's doing the humming and someone else is like, no, I like it when he starts doing the chanting and the, he's like doing the instrument. Just, like Everyone's talking about how they fall asleep to Jeff Bridges. That's awesome. That's why he I made them, but they, they they scare me a little. There's something I, going on. I think they're too real Google for you. I think it, right it makes you li- like look at your own soul, and you're just afraid to look there. I mean, we're just giving Squarespace <laughs> free advertising right now, but uh, it's like the second or third track where there's like a. It's like he's speaking backwards. You know, I'm just. just you know, I'm gonna. It's out. gonna be like Bloody Mary for me, where I'm just gonna go in my room, turn all the lights out, and just start playing this, <laughs> and see what happens on on speakers. Yeah, like not in your headphones. Super loud. Speakers, super loud. Super loud. So my, your neighbors are like, yeah, what is the happening? windows will be shaking. It's gonna be really good. I'm gonna try and uh, bring Jeff Bridges through the power of the internet into my room. Yeah, see if I can <laughs> materialize him. All right. Oh, oh hold on. Quick joke. You ready? Okay. Quick joke. Which came first, chicken or the egg? Jeff Bridges. The egg? The rooster. Oh, Jesus. Go ahead. Well, Cogburn. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
All right. I'm going to guess the ending for Wild Tales, which is in limited <laughs> release. Uh, directed by Damien Susfron. Yeah, what is that? Starring Liliana Ackerman. Uh, <laughs> hold on. This one's a long one. Luis Manuel Altamirano Garcia. Well, if you're going to have a future in showbiz, you need to shorten that name. Alejandro <laughs> Angelini and Damien Benitez. Not because that's a bad name for showbiz, but because I don't want to read that every single time you're in a movie. Yeah. Yeah. For us. For yeah. us. Shorten it. Uh, all right. Here we go. I'm reading the description exactly as it appeared in IMDb. I'm so excited. <laughs> None of these are mistakes. This is not a joke. This is a no-bit zone. This is all real. A story about love deception, the return of the past, a tragedy, or even the violence contained in an everyday detail appear themselves to push them for towards the abyss into the undeniable pleasure of losing control. The past forward contains themselves without innocence. Deception? What? <laughs> Violence undeniable. Everyday intruder. Confusion, alarm, wake up. Death, sadness, birth, life, wild. <laughs> okay. Well, that's it. Yeah, yeah. it sounded like Christopher Walken doing a poetry slam. Yeah. Okay, so I know what happened here. <laughs> I think they took, like... The the summary they, for the they movie translated. and they Google translated it <laughs> from its native Spanish, <laughs> and this is what came out. And they just said, "No, it's good. Go, <laughs> go." And little do our our listeners know, you did the same thing with your your little guess the ending, uh-huh. and then put it through Google Translate. Oh, and that's yeah. what you had. Yeah. And it just came out so beautiful. We had to. Well, share I put it. it through a couple of different languages. Yeah, yeah. That's the best part: Japanese, Latin. German, and then it just came back. Mm-hmm. It was fantastic. All I right. was into it. So now... I'm going to watch the shit out of that movie. We're going to end the guessing. Uh, if any of those endings are correct, feel free to email us, nevpodcast at gmail.com. We know yours is. Yeah. Mine has to be. Yep. It's rock solid. Uh, <laughs> next week, I believe we will not be reviewing a film. We'll have a, an all-Oscar special. Oscar talk. Uh, what day is it uh, showing? Sundays usually not. Sundays on Sunday. Yeah. Uh, I think I'll be back. I don't. I don't watch them when they. All right, look. I live in a world where I record everything, okay. so I don't even know what day stuff comes on. I even do crazy things where I have too many things recording on the same day, so I, I have it record like the following morning when they show it again at oh. like four o'clock in the morning. Mm-hmm. So I don't know what day anything is on, but I'll be back by That's then. Fine. So I might just record. watch it live. Record or watch live the Oscars. That's all we're going to be talking about. Do we want to riff track it where we all come to your house and watch it and just talk That's shit on it work. as it's playing? That's too much work. <laughs> we can set up the mics over there. It'll be fine. Too much work. Right, uh, fine. So get ready for that because I don't want to watch any of these films. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, if can we make uh, an agreement here on air? I didn't bring this up earlier because I wanted to do it on the you recording. Want to surprise me. Uh, yeah, of course. I mean, that's all I like to do is surprise you. Mm. Uh, um, the vampire movie, when it opens up, can we review that no matter what's coming out? Because I, I, mean, I really want to see that. Yeah, I feel that's a good instinct. I mean, that's, I want to review that. Yeah. So can we like maybe move something over? I mean, or? I, I think it's coming kind of close to here soon. Okay. Because so, I'd be willing to make a little bit of a trip for it. Yeah. Sure. Right. We'll cool. work on that. 
That that film is called What We Do in the Shadows. Yes. Uh, for the listeners. Uh, but next week it's going to be Oscars, all Oscars, all the time. Uh, maybe with some special guests. Who knows? Uh, but until then, uh, this has been episode 214 of Nerds Eye View. I'm Andrew. I'm Jordan. I'm Ty. Thanks for listening. See ya. There the whole time. I Pontius Pilate. I, I Pontius piloted it at that point. I, have, I don't know what that means. It's a Bible reference. Uh, it's the lawyer who was representing Jesus that just gave him to the Romans instead. A of lawyer. Him. I'd like to see that that more modern word that you're using there in in, the, in interpretations. It's technically what he was. I, but I like the way that you said it. So like he's a lawyer. He was. <laughs> they don't normally call him a lawyer. <laughs> Back was, then, they weren't called. Lawyers. He was once. It was wasn't it David Bowie, right? He was a representative. David Bowie in the in the Scorsese film. Oh, I Blade didn't Punch see it. Pilot. Oh, was it the Ten Commandments? No, the Last Temptation of Christ. That too. Who did the Ten Commandments? Was that Scorsese also? No, that was Bruce that Willis. Was that <laughs> Bruce Willis. <laughs> no, that's like the guy who liked guns. This podcast is a part of the Benview Network. You can find this and other podcasts like it at BenviewNetwork.com.